Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hello everyone, and I'm excited this week to start talking to you about something that, as crazy as it might seem, in all my years that I went there, it is the Mackinac Island Carriage Tours. And you see these all over the island. I know that sometimes people might confuse the taxis with the carriage tours because the carriages can somewhat look, you know, similar. And they're all owned by the same company, so that's why they look the same. But the carriage tours are, um, they're located right downtown. And it's something that... I'm not going to lie, when I first started going with friends, we were doing girls trips and we were, I was hungover. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I didn't want to do that stuff. So then as time went on, I would take my niece and nephew and I don't know why, but I thought they wouldn't like it. So this year was the first year that I thought I'm going to do it. And I can't believe I waited so long. So regardless, I'm actually glad that I did. It's very fresh in my memory, so I can share that with you guys. Um... They say it's an hour and 45 minutes long. What they mean by that is it's actually split up into two tours. And I'll explain as we go along with that. You will also find on the ferry pages that you can include your uh, carriage tour ticket in with buying the ferry tickets. This is not a bad idea, but I'm actually glad that I can explain all of this to you ahead of time because it's actually a little confusing when you go to go get on the carriage tour. All right, first I'm gonna go into um, the tickets, all right? So it starts in early May through late October and just the carriage tour only is $34 for adults and senior guests. For children five to 12 years old, it's $14. Obviously children under five get to go for free. Um, they have to be sat on the adult's lap. They put on here reservations are not accepted for the regular public tour. I will go into all of that. So on the tour, when you go up to the first stop, they have the Wings of Mackinac. 
So you can do the combination ticket and with getting the wings of Mackinac, that would be $42. And with the children, that it would be $18 instead of $14. Um, you're actually saving, um, let's see here, it's like $2 because if you don't, I found this out, it, it was $10 at the Wings of Mackinac, but whatever, it didn't, it didn't bother me. Um, their hours are early to May to mid-June, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., mid-June to Labor Day, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., Labor Day to late September, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., and early October to end of season, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., they are subject to change without notice. I think sometimes weather permitting, but they still have to go in the rain, but I'm sure if it was a monsoon, they would stop it. They also um, are handicap accessible and they can accommodate one to two regular wheelchairs or one motorized scooter and one power chair, plus eight to 10 other passengers in the seats for tour or taxi. Um, reservations for the handicap accessible carriage tour only are requested at least 48 hours in advance or by calling their business phone. All right. So when you get to the island, you're, you're going to see a lot of taxis going by. And on the side, you're going to see if it is a taxi. This is also really interesting. They have taxis available 24-7. Now, thing to remember is they have to get those horses ready. So if you call and let's say you're staying up at the inn at Stonecliff and you're downtown, give them sufficient amount enough of notice. It, it gives them a little bit more time to be prepared to come down there, or you might not have to wait as long if you know that ahead of time. That's a whole other story, but I just wanted to give you that ahead of time, just a little heads up. Carriage tours. You're going to be downtown. There, it's, it's almost like the center. When I stayed at the Murray Hotel, where the i want to say box office for the carriage tour there's almost like an opening in the middle there and it's a little it's a big kind of house little like a mini house if you will not a kiosk it's a mini house and there's benches all along the inside there they actually redid that a few years ago and that's where you go with your ticket if you were like me i bought my ticket online that does not mean when I go to get on that tour that I can just walk up and hand them that ticket that I've printed out. That is not what you do, okay? I'm telling you this now because I am glad that I checked this out prior to doing this. I also, when you go there, it says no reservations. What that means is that if you have a large party and it's pretty busy, what you will do is you will go up to the, um, to the window and you'll say to the person, okay, um, I have eight people. They then will say if you're going to be able to get on th that direct next tour or if it's going to be at 1 o'clock or 1.15 or 1.30. You don't know for sure. So the good thing is, is that if you do get there and you decide, okay, I want to do the carriage tour, go right away and maybe you can get on right away or if you want to go and you see it's starting to get busy get up there find out when you're going to go so you can go do some other things all right so what i had done i had bought my ticket through starline ferry i went up to them and i was with another group and they were going to be getting their tickets at i'm going to call it the kiosk it's not a kiosk but i'm going to call it that they were getting at the kiosk house there we go we'll call it that so what we did is i went up with them 
they had bought all their tickets and I didn't at the time buy my Wings of Mackinac ticket there because I said I'll just get it when I go up to the Wings of Mackinac. They put my other friends in with that group and then I turn in, I printed out my ticket, I turn it into them and then they gave me a new ticket to take up to hand to the person. So generally, I know when you print stuff out, you just show it to places and then they scan it. That's not how this works for this, all right? We were lucky enough, it was raining that day, it was not busy, we were actually on the very next tour that was gonna be taking off because what they do is they'll, they'll the seats are pretty long and they can get quite a few people, they'll cram you in there and they want to make sure that they're getting all of you as many people on there so they can get you on up there get it going and continue to have it flowing smoothly when you go to get on there uh it was raining do you know that they have flaps that come down on the side and we i wasn't getting wet so it was all right all right so that that's how it's going to hand be handled when you are trying to take off for the carriage tours now on that Tuesday that I was there, it was insane, you guys. I've never seen that island so busy. And I heard from people that it was record-breaking crowds. I think a lot of it had to do because of COVID. I don't know if because people were off because of 4th of July. I have no idea. I felt like I was at Disney. It was insane. And I remember I sat down on the bench and I said to this older woman sitting next to me, is it just me or is it insanely busy? And she goes, I've never seen it like this. I mean, granted, I know July is busy, but it was insane. All right. So that Tuesday, the lines for the carriage tour was all day long. So there could have been a point that they, you would have walked up and they would have said, we don't have time. So if you printed something off and you weren't waiting in line at the right time, you might not have been able to get on the tour. I, I have to say, when they say it goes till five, I don't know if the last tour leaves at five or if they, sh I'm guessing that they shut the windows down at five. So they might say, okay, you need to be back here at 445, whatever. And then the carriage tour will take you up there. I don't know that for sure. Um, so that is something you would have to go up and find out from them. So if you know you want to do this, you know what time you're going to be there, don't hold off get up there when you want to know right away especially if you see it's busy and they'll tell you what time it might be right away they might say okay you're not going to be on tour until 11:30. that way you know what time you have you can go do some things and and you won't be waiting or rushing or doing anything else okay so let's say you're on you get on the carriage tour okay all right, you take off on the carriage tour and your driver is going to introduce themselves. We had a young girl and she kind of told us about her history, how many years she had worked on the island. She was a college student and she just kind of explained what she was doing. She had some really funny, quirky jokes that she would be telling along the way and really tried to interact with the group. I'm sure that has to be difficult because if you have a group that's a little bit quieter, that might not want to get involved, I mean, you gotta kind of read off of that. So she did a really good job with our group. It took a while, I felt, for our group to warm up a little bit. So that was, I felt she handled it really well. She told you about the horses, their names, and a little bit about them. And first you start out, and you're obviously right downtown. 
And the other thing um, I forgot to mention too is the carriage tour house is right next to the um, Tourism Bureau Information Center. It's also another little house. So if you don't walk down to the um, uh, Mackinac Island State Park Visitor Center, then you know that you have a tourism bureau that you can go to to get maps, yada, yada, yada. You start out on Main Street, head down. They're gonna make a left and it's gonna take you up Fort Street. They're gonna start talking to you about Marquette Park and a little bit about some of the history with it. Then as that road is coming up, she's gonna make a left, he or she who is ever driving, on Market Street. So the one thing that I do like about this is that on Market Street, I did not know this a few years ago when we did the Fort tour, there's other parts of the fort that are also located on Market Street. So your ticket for the fort uses it on those houses. And so they took us down on Market Street. Um, they also will point out some other interesting things that you might want to look at uh, after you get done with the tour if you're unfamiliar with Market Street. From there, you are going to make a right-hand turn. And what was interesting is horses always have the right-of-way when you are on the island, okay? And they are very good at navigating them. They are very good at allowing people a heads up. You know, they let people know because some people, they're entranced when they get there. They're not, you know, thinking about other things. I know it gets overwhelming. But when you are on that, they think about this. They are trying to give you a tour, control the horses in front of them, and then watch for all of the incoming traffic that sometimes people are not paying attention on their end. They will then turn right up Kadat Avenue. This is going to be bringing you up next to the Grand Hotel, and then on uh, they will point out the little stone church and the golf course that's along there. And you're going to come up there, and at one point they do stop. They take really good care of the horses, folks. You have to know this. These horses are treated like gold, as they should be. But I live in an area where a lot of Amish live, and believe me, these horses are taken care of. So they, they let the horses rest after going up this hill because they're pulling a lot of weight. But the other thing I learned is each carriage is designed to be brought up by different horses because each there's different kinds of horses that were made to handle heavier weight to do different kinds of labor so that goes into taking care of them she also talked about what she does for them they're really familiar with their um their routine and she was talking to us about that i thought that was interesting so then when you come up you'll come into an area it was like four corners and this is where during the day it, as crazy as it sounds it can be a little hectic uh depending where you're coming from you literally do you have the four corners coming around that you have a lot of traffic that could be coming from people that live up a lot of the local people live up on kadat avenue and then you have people that could be coming down from annex road from in at Stonecliff, you have Huron Road that they could be running in from um, the fort. Um, there's just a lot of different traffic areas that are coming around there. So they keep going up there, and then as they're going along, they're going to turn to the right up Carriage Road. All right. This is going to take you up to Surrey Hill Museum, and this is the first stop of the carriage tour. So they ask you when you get there to pause for a minute. They're gonna ask you to look over at a direction and somebody's gonna take your picture. You can go get the picture and buy it if you'd like to. And at this point, 
you are able to walk around and look at Wings of Mackinac, Forge of Memory, and Surrey Hill Museum. Okay, you have as much time as you want. You have to hold on to your ticket that you got back at the house kiosk, all right? Because that is gonna be for you to get back on the second part of the tour. Now, if you lose your ticket, fine. You can walk back, you're not, it's not that bad. But if you wanna see the rest of the tour, you know, hang on to it. So the Forge of Memory is really cool because it is, it's like a blacksmith. What they do is they take horseshoes and they make them into knives. And they have a couple of different choices for you to choose from. And you can make your own knife there, like they'll help you. But this blacksmith, it's really fun. You can stand there and watch them and then they'll let you come in if you're buying a knife and do certain things with it. We just watched them do it. I thought my friend's daughter was gonna try and talk her into getting one, but I don't think that could have gotten up on them playing. This is where the Wings of Mackinac is located too, along with the Grand Hotel Stables. So the Grand Hotel Stables has a lot of the old carriages that have been used throughout history there. They also have a carriage set up in the middle that the kids can get up and pretend to drive. And then the horses, their horses are located over there and they're just beautiful horses. Um, you can only stand in this one area, but my gosh, I mean, you know horses are big, but until you stand next to one, I mean, they're massive. All right, you go up then to Wings of Mackinac, and they are, it blows my mind that this little place happens on Mackinac Island. This little conservatory uh, first opened in 1997, and then in 2002, that's when it, um, the new location in Surrey Hills enabled them to partner with the carriage tours and make it an option as part of the carriage tours. When you go in there, they you give them um, the ticket that you had from either buying down there or you can buy one. And they explain to you when you're going in there, please watch where you are stepping. Do not touch the butterflies. And sometimes the butterflies will land on you, but someone will check you out when you get ready to leave. You can go in there and stay in there as long as you want. They have little guides inside that show you on a piece of paper that's laminated the different kinds of butterflies if you want to look for them. I noticed around there there were uh, old bananas that were really ripened that the butterflies were eating off of and then the flowers. It was really fun because you could really stand close to these butterflies and see them in their natural habitat and I believe that they eat off of their legs. So it was, it was really cool. I've been to the other one but I've never really looked at it that closely and they're so pretty it just is so unique as you're thinking this is the middle of an island up in michigan and you're inside and it's pretty warm in there and these butterflies are living and flying around and it's just beautiful so i love doing that the kids love it it's a fun experience to go into from there we went back up to the surrey hill museum it's actually the surrey hills carriage museum so what this is is that it has antique carriages inside there and it helps you learn and explore about them they also have food gifts and souvenirs located around there and what they are known for is their blueberry donuts so here's the thing folks i am not a blueberry donut fan i don't like fruit in my dessert i know i'm not alone in this it stresses me out i don't think it should be there fruit should be separated from that so they it's cake donuts all right so i'm thinking i'm just going to get a chocolate one but i actually didn't want to get one because i knew i was going to be getting my islander bean dip 
later that afternoon. I will probably have a whole podcast about that later. But my friends got it and she told me, you've got to try it. Now, it's obviously the blueberries are ground up and they're placed in with the mix. And I thought, fine, I'm just going to try it because everybody raves about it. You guys, I would leave right now to go back up there to get one of these donuts. It was so good. It was so amazing. Make sure you go up there. If Even if you don't do the tour, go up there to get... You can go up there without doing the tour, by the way. You don't have to be on the tour to go to the Surrey, Hill, Surrey Hills Museum. Um, but it just is an added bonus to have there. And it was rainy, so it was just kind of comforting food to have that. All right, so once you've seen all of the little things that are located around there, this is when you can get on the second portion of the tour, all right? And this is a different kind of carriage that is drawn by three horses as opposed to the two that were bringing the other one up. And it's a green and white carriage, and they will then have a driver that will take off from there. And they will, again, explain their story, their history. We had a young girl this time again, too, and she had done it. She was from out east. and. She was really charismatic as well, too. We were very lucky, and I feel like all of them have to be this way because the one thing, too, make sure you have cash on your, on yourselves because they rely on tips on top of it. So they're giving you a lot of valuable information, and they ask you ahead of time if you have questions. So if you don't know some things ahead of time, maybe look it up if you're curious about it. They'll tell you some history about things, and then they'll say afterwards, do you have any questions? So just remember that. But I had cash on me, so I made sure to tip them. Well, from here then, you are going to be going towards Arch Rock, all right? And as you're driving through the forest, she is going to be telling you, she or he is going to be telling you about a little bit of history about the island. This is where we found out that basically the whole island and I also heard this on the Hansa Mackinac, is kind of a cemetery because a lot of Native Americans had lived there. Unfortunately, there was quite a few deaths and they were just buried. In fact, when somebody goes to build something, they have to bring people in to make sure during the excavation that there are no bones there, even to this day. They will tell you some um, stories. They will tell you the history. They'll, they might tell you some Native American stories that go along with that. Here they give you some options for you when you after you get off at Arch Rock. So you can get off at the fort and go in and start touring the fort if you want to. You can get off at the next stop, which would be the Governor's Mansion, and then head down the steep hill in front of Governor's Mansion that will lead you downtown. Take the carriage back up to the Surrey Hills Museum, get on a different carriage that will bring you back downtown. If you opted to do the third one, that would take another 45 minutes. If you're not in any kind of hurry and want to hear a little more history, go right on ahead and do it. We had decided to get off at the governor's mansion because the timing, we had we had spent quite a bit of time already and we wanted to go get a snack and, you know, we had dinner reservations, blah, blah, blah. I cannot say enough about this tour. It was a perfect rainy day activity. It is a perfect thing to do if you've never been to the island. It's going to introduce you to some places that you might not be familiar with. It was so fun. And the kids loved it. They weren't bored. And they were pretty young. I mean, my one friend's daughter is six and the other one is four. And they were really kind of, I mean, the one she would ask a few things. But for the most part, they were really entertained by all of it. It was one of those things that when you're doing it, I know that sometimes in the past, what I struggle with sometimes is 
gosh, do I want to do so many tourism things? Yeah, on Mackinac you do. You really do because you learn so much of the history about it. And there's a lot of things they point out to you then that maybe if you want to keep a map on you, you can mark it or take a notebook with you and write it down and then go back down to the tourism bureau downtown and say, okay, this is something I want to explore. How would I go about going here? This is something to remember when you're doing it. If you're doing a private carriage tour, they're going to give you even more in-depth insights. So if you do this carriage tour first, then you might be like, I think next time I want to do a more private one. That is going to be a little bit more money, but if you want to get some more insights and a little bit more information, that might be the route to go. So again, go on to MackinawIsland.org or you can go into Mackinac Island Carriage Tours and see all the information on there. They're going to have a lot of other guides that you can click on from there to give you. I will share some pictures on Instagram to go with this. And of course, I will write a blog about it as well for totallymackinawisland.com. Definitely look into this, folks. It is a fun idea to do. I'm glad that I did it, that I can give you some insights and tips about knowing ahead of time because it is as much as I hate saying this, a little confusing at first when you get up there to the reservations window, but they do run it very smoothly. That was Mackinac Island Carriage Tours. Some things to remember. If you printed out your ticket, you still have to go up to the window to get a new ticket to get on the tour. You cannot make reservations, so if you have a group of you, go up there, get all the tickets together. You might be able to get on there right away. If not, they will tell you what time you will be able to get on there. You don't have to wait there until it's your time, by the way. You can go off and do other things. Have money to tip the drivers. Try the blueberry donuts. Those are things to remember, folks. So, hope you enjoyed it, and I look forward to telling you more tips and tricks about Mackinac next week. Mm -hmm.